to the T Voxel Bamp Show. This is episode 85 of the program. <laughs> 85, that's a good age. I remember when I was 85. I was young back man. When I was 85, I used to think that stock options were a bad idea. Now that I'm 95, I look back at my younger 85-year-old self like I was a dumbass 15-year-old. 85 is the new 15. Anyways, never mind that nonsense. Never mind that nonsense. 85, the only reason I went on a tangent about that number is because it's a good number because it's a big number. It's a big number to be doing a podcast for. A lot of people don't make it to number 85 of their podcast because they realize that <laughs> maybe it just ain't worth doing 85 times. Well, I don't have that problem. I have the opposite problem where I don't see the problem of doing something that don't fruit bear no fruit. That have no fruit to bear. Have the 85 times of doing something. You could do something 85 times not really get anything out of it. And most people would be like, you know what? I'm going to give it up on this activity. I've, I've done went, in, uh, went fishing 85 times in the same sinkhole. And I ain't getting nothing. No guppies. No shrimp. No eel, nothing, nothing, I ain't got no catfish or nothing on this end of this hook here after eight or five times doing this episodes. But for me, on the other hand, I don't look at it that way, I don't look at it as, hey, this ain't bearing no fish. I ain't doing this for the fish or trying to get somewhere in my life, I'm already at where I want to be in my life. A lot of people, they, they can't say that, but good, they ain't want to. They ain't where they want. I'm sorry, I'm talking as I'm like thinking at this, so I don't really know how to form the thought like this quickly. <laughs> like, you know, this accent is designed to be spoken at a, such a high rate that this, the accent is going a lot quicker than I could think of what to say in the accent. So let's slow it down a little bit. Let's do this accent. This accent, I could slow down a little bit. I could think a little bit in this accent, but he had an accent. Yep. I can't go back to it. I'm already stuck in the uh, in this one. I'm stuck in this one. From Long Island, from uh, Staten Island. I can't. I can't go back. Okay, here we go. I'm back. I'm back to the quick talking, gunslinging voice. Then my gunslinging accent. And it's a quick accent. So you kind of have to already know what you got to say before you want to say anything. Because look how fast I'm going word per minute. Who cares how fast you can type? How fast can you talk? I don't give a crap how fast you can type. How fast can you talk? Times are going by. We're in New York time. This is New York Stock Exchange. We only got a small window of time before you can change. What stock? Tell me what stocks you want to buy. Come on. The window's closing. What stocks you want to buy? This is New York Stock Exchange. The ticket's going by. Look how fast the ticket's going by. This is New York. This is the financial sector. This is Wall Street. We got to know how to talk real fast. What do you want to buy? What do you want to buy, sir? Yeah, you over there. Uh, can I get two shares of the, can I get two shares of the TS? Quick, hurry up! What, what do you want to buy? TS, finish your damn thought. Finish your damn, what's the ticker? What ticker do you want to buy? Yes, uh, I'd like to buy two shares of the TS. And hurry, then, would you spit it out already? I, should, I gotta take it, there's a thousand people in line that want to buy whatever the hell you want to buy, but in a bigger amount. You're just some shop change guy. You ain't get that. You ain't a, you ain't a big head honcho whale. If you was a whale, you'd be talking like one. Whales talk like me. I'm a stock. I'm a stockbroker. I don't got time to hear about your stupid ticker. Okay, fine. I won't buy a TSLA. Shut up.
All right, how many shares? Now that I got the ticker, how many shares do you want to buy? You could have just said Tesla, by the way. There's only one Tesla in the whole world. There's only one Tesla company named that. So all you did say was Tesla. You have to say TSLA, stupid slowpoke. I'd like to buy 400 shares. Like, oh, okay, well, that's enough for me to give a damn. That's like a lot of money right there that you're talking about. So, okay, fine. 400 shares, boom, what price? Stick. This better be a market order because I don't want to hear you rattle off a long-ass number that ain't going to even fill. All right, so anyway... What I was saying was, a lot of people, they ain't where they want to be in life. I'm exactly where they want to be, except for, you know, the city, the state, and the height of the building, and what the building's made out of, and the view from outwards, the building. Except for that, I'm exactly where I want to be in life, not physically, but mentally, and, uh, Financially, I guess, because I'm a successful businessman. What is my business trade of choice? Uh, that's a good question. A lot of people, that's why I don't leave the house, is because I don't like the small talk. I don't like, see, the thing is, I haven't got a haircut in about four months. That's why I'm wearing the headphones, because it conceals the ridiculousness of how long my, I'm very insecure about how long my hair is, but not enough to uh, do nothing about it, because I have this other problem. It's called not wanting to talk to people that ain't my friends. I don't, I don't like talking to strangers. I don't like talking to people about small things that have to do with me in my life. That's the most, like, I'm just there to get a haircut, but it's awkward to just not say nothing the whole time. So you, you sit there and go, oh, nice to meet you. Where are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm just getting a haircut. I mean, the weather's, it's hot out. But beyond that, they're going to ask, it's going to get awkward if you just can't, keep talking the whole time about the weather. They're going to say, what do y'all do for a living? That's eventually going to come up, man. Eventually, that's just the polite thing to do is to ask somebody, so what do you do around these parts? What do you do for a living? What's your style of making money in this down here parts of the United States of America and the economy? How you making bank? How you afford to be in my chair to get this expensive haircut? Well, I'll tell you, I'm not comfortable talking about money, so can we move on with the subject? And I don't want to give them a, a, a non-answer and just say, oh, I don't, I don't know what I do. There's no answer that gets you out of that without it entailing uncomfortability. Any scenario, I could be honest. I could be as honest as I want. I could just be like, I don't, I don't have a job. And then that's awkward because then they go, well, thanks for not answering. So how do you have money? That's all I care about. I'm not asking what you ask. I don't care what you do. The question is, what do you do for money? Nothing doesn't answer the question. Saying you're unemployed, that doesn't answer the question. So then they just sit there awkward. They just keep doing your hair. They keep snipping away and it gets awkwardly silent. Like, well, thanks for... You didn't answer my question, so now what? I either got to change the subject or keep chipping away at it. And I feel bad not answering the question, too. Because I'm a polite... See, I don't want to be a douche. So I say, well, what do you do for money? And I go, uh, what do I do for money? Nothing. Money does shit for me. To be brutally... I don't work for money. Money works for me. I figured it. I'm not like some guy that like works like a rat in a cage, right? Trying to outpace other rats. 
I ain't in the rat race. I'm a Jew. Money works for me. So anyway, and then when that then that's not an answer either. So they go, so okay, so how did you make that happen? How do you have money to live? Like what did you accumulate how'd you accumulate it? You just you just get it from your parents? And I don't want to say that because that's that would make me feel uh, uh, bad because it's not true. And if if it was, I that'd be the worst thing to say to somebody. Yeah, I don't work. I just made it for my parents. But there are people out there that just made it from their parents. They don't have to work, and why should they? They have money. They get a haircut. Eventually, they get a haircut, and they get asked this question. God forbid, I feel bad for these people because they got to say to this guy that's working on them who has a job, hey, I don't have a job and I don't need one and where did my, oh, you want to know that personal, okay, you got to give my whole financial background, okay, so long haircut, uh, I got it from my parents, are you happy? Yeah, thanks for making me feel like a piece of garbage, yeah. Yeah, I feel really good telling you the honest truth. That's why it's probably good to just have some job. If you're a rich kid from your parents, if you inherited it from your parents, at least get have them throw you a part-time nonsense gig. Like, I don't know, I'm a manager at a nightclub. I just manage a nightclub. That's a real job. It sounds like one, at least. It's the easiest job in the world. You just go, yeah, my parents bought this nightclub, they own it, and I just decide who to hire and fire, and if the music's too loud. I just go, hey, can you turn it down a little bit? It's kind of annoying. And I just tell drunk people, okay, security, that's the that's all the job entails, security. Oh, that's a good DJ. That's a good DJ. Oh, that's a good bartender. That's a hot chick. I'm going to hire her to be a bartender. Okay, I got it. I got it sued for sexual harassment. That's the only bad thing that happens when you're a nightclub manager who's a rich guy who has no stake in the... who doesn't give a crap. You know, you didn't build... You have no stake in the, in the survival of the business. So, of course, you're going to say something weird to the uh, one of the many hot bartender anyway so that's it that's the whole story i'm a i'm a rich kid who manages a nightclub doesn't matter what else happens in that nightclub yeah i can never be fired there's been many lawsuits all stemming from my behavior that has resulted in many high profile like like really expensive lawsuits that actually got some news so if you dig deep enough, you'll see my face on like big pictures of stories on like, you know, the Times or whatever, whatever the Chronicle. I'm in the Chronicle. But anyway, so that answers you. By that time, they don't really. That's a great answer if you're that person, a rich kid. I'm not a rich kid. My parents, I'm not living off my parents' dime. So if I like if I was that would be the solution. Since I'm not, I got to come up with my own job that's that I don't have. So I could make something up that's kind of true or used to be. I could just say what I used to do before I figured it out. Now that I'm a hotshot business investor, now that I'm an angel investor who just swoops down and rescues people 
like Mark Cuban. Now that I'm a percentage owner of the Los Angeles scuba divers, the team, I own 0.333%, repeating, a big fraction, a nice uh, third. I own a third of the L.A. scuba diving team. They're competitive. And, uh, oh, you haven't heard of them? It's because it only costs 50K. I'm not rich. I'm just doing okay enough where I don't have a job. I'm not Mark Cuban. Anyway, so I would I could just make something up. Like, not what I just said, because that's not even remotely true. What is true, I don't even know how to say it, My like, even if I wanted to. Okay, I don't have a job. I'm living on past success. I'm living on savings. Is that so uh, controversial to say? Yeah, because it's the same. It's like basically you're rubbing your success in somebody's face. It sounds scum. It sounds uh, braggadocious and elitist to just say, I'm living off money that I already have. Like, I don't need to work. It's the same thing as anything else. Being a rich, it doesn't matter how you got it. It doesn't matter if you got it from donating blood to Superman. Or if you saved an orphan, if you like saved an orphanage from a fire and got paid a prize from the mayor, if you were living off that, it still wouldn't matter because you it would still sound douchey to say, "Oh, you're you're too good to work." So that's the truth of the matter. Is that I'm living off what I made from my previous career. Yeah, and. That's a lot to explain to somebody giving you a haircut. That's why I don't got a haircut. I desperately want a haircut. I hate going to bed with a bunch of strands of hair hanging down. It's disgusting. If somebody offered me an all-night free-of-charge excursion, like overnight stay at an A-rated five-star whorehouse or a cheap like a cheap haircut that I would have to pay for I would take the haircut even if it was a bad barber who just got their barber license who just graduated and they've only ever practiced on dolls and I'm the first actual real patient that they're taking the scissors to I'd rather take that than the brothel that's how bad I want the haircut Am I strong enough to endure the awkwardness of telling them what I do for a living or don't do for a living? That's the answer in two words. Hey, what do you do? By the way, guy with no tan at all, with long hair, what do you do for... I don't. Sorry to be so aggressive, but that's the honest. I, I don't. Can we move on? It's an awkward question. What do you do? Oh, I see what you do for a living. Do you have any side jobs? Let's talk about you, somebody normal. I'm not normal, and the way that I'm abnormal is not appealing to most people in gen- like across the board. Nobody's impressed by somebody that's not contributing. This is not- somebody just lives at home, and that's their job. I don't have a job, and I don't contribute to society so can we move on i just need my hair i just don't want like having long hair in my face as i'm going to bed and having it clog up my shower drain that's what i do for it's not relevant you know it's sad it's like it's not it's just not anything it is it is what it is 
It's not anything at all. You know, people say it is what it is a lot. You know what it is? It's not what it's not. That's what I'm, I'm going to reverse Uno card that terminology. I'm coining my own phrase. It ain't what it ain't. I'll tell you that. When Next time somebody asks me if something's bad or good, I'm just going to be like, I can tell you this. It isn't what it isn't. It isn't what... That doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> it is what it is. I'll tell you this. I know this much. It isn't what it is not. It ain't what it ain't. I'm just trying to switch things up, you know, because a lot of people say it is what it is. But, like, that might not even be true. Because some things aren't anything. So if somebody says about my work situation, how, well, it is what it is. He doesn't have a job. That's actually not true. Because it's not a thing. It's a lack of a thing. It isn't what it isn't. So that's what I do. But anyway, now that we're over that fact, that long intro of why I am stuck, you know, why I don't have a haircut, let's get into my next topic, which is pretty much the same topic as the first topic, because I'm a recluse. I'm a recluse, and I used to look at that as a bad thing, but now I'm coming to terms with the fact that, in fact, it is what it is, which is a good thing. Being a recluse kind of is a not it's like what I was saying with not having a job. It's not having a life. So you could say, he's a recluse, it ain't what it ain't, you know, it's not what it's not. It's not a thing that, it's not a positive or a negative. It's a negative. He has no life. He's not living his life to the fullest. He's doing the opposite. He doesn't have any, he doesn't even go out. He just exists and he ages and his body metabolizes food. And that's it. He uses utilities. He contributes to the power companies by paying them money. That's his life. He's a recluse. I used to look at that as a negative thing. Like, hey, you're wasting your life. And then last night as I was Googling it, I was Googling, like, is this a bad thing to be... Somebody with a non-existent external life, like their whole existence is just looking at a screen and not interacting with anybody, not having any relationships uh, whatsoever. Because it sounds bad on paper, but then I looked it up. And actually, it's pretty technologically advanced. It's mentally and psychologically healthy to just kind of not expose yourself to the outside world because the outside world it's it's old school it's it's bleak it's not compatible and it doesn't uh accommodate the future the modern postmodern human being it's not a male or female problem it affects both of us and non-binaries as well it affects them even more probably because if I was non-binary I would also not want to go outside so anyway I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm one of those people there's a word for it in Japanese it's called uh, Hikikomori so I'm a Hikikomori and uh, I'm a Hiko for sh- I was going to call it no Hiki I'm a Hiki for short Hiki so they got a word for it in Japan the government actually coined this term for Japanese people and that's a pretty like modern, f- 
futuristic country. So if they have it and we don't, that just means we should have it. That just means we're not there yet. America is just living in the past, thinking that everybody has to be going outside and like having a life, and like that's just not the case. It's more progressive to realize that the environment is stupid, and we have outsmarted society by not partake. It's like smart. Like yeah, I could go outside, get hit by a car get sunburnt, have somebody throw acid in my face. Those are just the three things I could think of offhand, or I could have somebody just be obnoxious. And that age is, that's like them stealing currency. That's like, you just robbed me by expo- by being yourself. That happens more often than not in America. Like just being around people and being exposed to them in their personalities. I'm not saying mine's better, but I like mine better. That's all. I just like me and my personality way better than most people's. You know, there's some cool people out there, but you got to wade through a sludge of evil, like just really like obnoxious people. So like I look at that as a tax. They're taxing me. So that's, that's it. That's, it's simple. I decided, you know, if I don't have to do that, I'm going to not more often than sometimes for months at a time. So I'm being a hikamori for about three months now and nobody's paying me money to go out. So, you know, I could make money at home just by moving numbers around on my screen. It's just like a tiny screen. I could do it from bed. I could make money in bed. The only reason I'm standing right now is because it's, I never thought of doing it in my bed. I guess it's been done. It just looks kind of like lazy. It's like, whoa, is it doing a, is it literally in bed? It just looks unprofessional, but like, I'd rather be in bed right now because it's easier. Why fight gravity? That's another construct of society is just gravity of its, in and of itself. We choose to, subject ourselves to this force this natural curvature of space-time just because we're on a heavy object it's stupid okay so we're born to this on this stupid blob this heavy blob and we're just gonna allow ourselves to just be pulled into mush like a stalag site like the thing, like a thing just drooping down. We're just gonna be like, yeah, gravity, nothing you could do about. It. No, there is something you could do about it. Go to a smaller planet. Go to a, go to space. Like a couple hundred miles up, and you're free of gravity, and your bones will turn into dust because you don't need bones. You just need to be contained with some kind of. You know, a bunch of rubber bands. It's just you need something to keep your shape in the, in one. You don't want to be a literal blob, but you don't really need like bone density is overrated. Bone density is only for people that stand up right. If you're in space all your life, who gives a shit? You're not using your bones. As long as you could jerk off. 
So, I don't know why nobody has thought of this before. Like, I was watching this space station video of this woman just floating through the ISS, and she's having a ball. She's escaping gravity, and it's like, why the hell are we doing? Why are we just letting gravity take over our bodies? So anyway, that's what I'm. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm gonna, I'm a bed guy. I don't like being upright. It takes a lot of like strength to even stand up. Never mind the talking. Talking takes a lot of effort. So anyway, let's move on to the first. That's that was a real topic. I'm a hikimori. Hikiko. Hikikamori! So that complete now that there's a cool Japanese phrase for what I am, it completely removes the stigma of being somebody with no connection to the outside world. It complete it just made me feel like, oh. Cause every time I go out, it reminds me of how much nicer it is to not. There's got to be something to be gained from it. For me to just, oh, I guess I'll just go out. I, I really look at people who have nothing better to do than to just be out. Like, why are you out? You have a house. Why do you prefer to be in a dirty public setting as opposed to being at home snugly with all the entertainment in the world? Like, what's, what's out there that you really need to be in person for? I don't get it. I judge. I look down on people cause, just because I just don't get it. It's like, really? You have to be out? You have nothing? That's how you look at yourself? It's like You actually like think it's better to be out than inside? I don't get it. I've always regretted it going out. I don't think I've ever had a good time being out. Except for when I lived in a smaller apartment. If you have a decent-sized house or apartment... And you're not trying to escape anything that's... Yeah, then I get it. If you, had, if you have an uncomfortable living situation, by all means, go to a bar. Be an alcoholic. Then it's fun. If you're an alcoholic, it's totally fun to be outside. But I'm not an alcoholic. Not right now. I mean, I'm not, I, I turned it on. I'm just not doing it right now I, I am an alcoholic every it's fun to be an alcoholic if you're not an alcoholic i don't really even want to talk to you i don't want to talk to you if you're currently drunk either but if you're an alcohol if you're not somebody who likes to be drunk i don't really want to talk to you you know like at least you have to want to be drunk i get not wanting to be drunk all day every day and regretting the things you do while you're drunk. I get all that. But to not even have the desire or the urge to get drunk. If you don't have that baked into you. You need to grow up. Because there's nothing out there that's worth being sober. For. There's nothing out there that gets more fun than that. Dean, whatever the hell's name is. The fa- Dan- Clark. Okay, I don't remember. Who cares? I don't drink, but I definitely understand why most people who are smart, who at least you know, who at least are smart, want to drink pretty much every night. 
Actually, I don't understand how you could not want to. So anyway, but I don't drink anymore. So it's kind of like, yeah, why would I go out then? If I'm just going to be assaulted by people that are having fun. Like, I don't think I've ever had fun not drunk outside the house. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. So anyway, Hiko Hikimari. Hikikomori. We need an English word for it. You know, there's not a good word for it in English. Recluse has a negative stigma to it, even though it shouldn't have a negative stigma because we're smart. We're futuristic. We're ahead of our time. We're not future-proof because there's this thing that goes along with they call the 2030 problem where in 2030, that's about when all our parents are going to die. 2030 is when all the boomers are going to be finally dead. All of them. Very few are going to live past 2030. Some will, but come on. Most of them will be dead or close to dead or Alzheimer's out because they had too much lead poisoning. And of course, there's going to be some that live past it because there's people older than boomers still that out they're in their hundreds. And they got exposed to way more lead. But for the most part, we're not going to have a place to live is the problem because Hikikomori's most of us, I could speak for all of us because I, you know, I'm good at I'm one of them. We, we don't have our own home. I'm an outlier. I, I hit the jackpot. I just hit the jackpot and was born with Jewish DNA. So I just knew how to accumulate enough resources to get my own house. But that's a complete one in a million chance to be Jewish. Most people are not Jewish. These people in Japan are pretty smart. They're smarter than me. Forget having your own house. You don't need your own house. Who the hell wants to do that? Who wants to put in the effort to manipulate society, like to somehow get your own house? That takes a lot of like extra credit, like a lot of work, homework. You got time to do homework if you're at home for 30 years. But I don't shame the hikikomoris. They don't have their own house so they because i'm pretty much in the same boat let's just you know i i get it i get not wanting to be a jew who just figures out how to manipulate their finance i took a lot of work even for a jew because i'm only half jewish i could just snap my fingers if you're a jew that has full jewish dna and you couldn't talk yourself in to have it in your own house, you're an underachiever. But anyway, that's beside the point because that doesn't solve the problem. Not everybody can just snap their fingers and use their Jewish IQ to get their own house. And there is luck involved. So anyway, forget about that. It's not can't just be everybody cannot just have their own house. So the 2030 problem is when their parents are gonna kick them out because they'll be dead. So they'll probably just inherit the house. So I don't really get why this is a problem, but if you look it up, look it up. According to some journalists or propaganda, I think the government of Japan feels that these guys, these hikikomoris, they're not contributing, you know, they don't deserve their own house. And maybe the rules are different there that they can't just inherit from their parents. I don't know. In America... They would just inherit the house. Or maybe their parents are just renting. 
Yeah, that's a problem. Okay, fine. Maybe their parents are dumb. Like super bad with money. As as much as this is hard to imagine, there are actually like people in the baby boom age group that don't have their own house. Like they can't they, they actually aren't millionaires. It's as crazy as that is to believe. Because it was so easy to be a multi-millionaire by now. If you're a baby boomer, all you had to do was buy like a thousand bucks worth of Microsoft, Apple, or pretty much any tech stock. I don't know. It looks easy now, but even it was easy. It was super. I would be like a trillionaire. Because baby boomers aren't even that good with money. It's just that they were born in such an easy time to accumulate money. Because there's less people competing with them. So anyway, it was just easy. The economy was just so stable. You know, a couple, couple crashes. Who gives a crap? It'd be so dumb to be a baby boomer and not a multimillionaire. But they're out there. So for that minority group who have the hikikomaris... That is a problem. When they die in 2030 and they're just paying rent, like somehow they don't have any savings or assets to give down to their hikikamaris. That's a tough problem because the hikikamaris, they ain't going to start working all of a sudden. They're just going to all of a sudden just start snorting alcohol. I mean, Adderall. They're not going to start snorting some sort of white powder. And if they do, it's probably going to be laced with fentanyl. So even if they did get access to cocaine, it would probably be laced with fentanyl and they would just die. So the problem would solve itself in that situation. But for they'd be what are they going to do? We're going to have to have handouts where somebody else gives them a house to live in for the rest of their lives. And that's... A lot of things, that's, you know, it's fine. It's not a big deal. There's only like a couple million hikikos in the world or in the country. In the country, there's that many. So we just have to build a huge compound that'll be like a hamster cage with all these tiny little studio apartments. They're fine with that. As long as it's sound isolated. As long as it's soundproof, kind of. Nothing's, it's impossible to soundproof anything. It's a marketing, t- there's no such thing as soundproofing in between a wall. Unless it's a bomb shelter, maybe. Anyway, there's no such thing as soundproof. There's waterproof. So anyway, we're going to build a huge complex. And that will be paid for by rich people. That's just how it's going to be. And, you know, we'll give them... Adderall. I don't see a problem with giving them ad if they're willing to work on whatever they can work at, you know, a remote job involving stock market. If they're smart enough and willing and ready to work, we will ship them Adderall that doesn't have fentanyl in it. It'll come straight from Teneca from Teva? Yeah, the company in Israel. That makes Adderall. So anyway, it's not that big of a deal. So that solves that problem. And some of them won't enjoy living. I mean, they can't... Compl- 
they're already fine living in a box. I don't really see the issue with that. They might want some fresh air, which they will have to each have their own balconies, which will also be a great place for them to jump off if they don't want to live anymore. So it's like that solves two birds with one stone. Literally, I mean, that solves two, kills two birds with one stone. So anyway, that's not really not that, I would be, that's not that hard to solve any problem. See, I'm a problem solver. What problem cannot be solved by either killing people or shipping them drugs? I can't think of nothing. I can't think of nothing. Some of them will be mentally ill. They're all mentally ill, but some of them will be like degenerate, like physically dangerous. We'll either give them the option to be euthanized, which is, they're already pretty much dead. Anyway, they're pretty much zombies as it is. So most of them be like, okay. And then uh, if that's too cruel of an option, we'll give them the other option of being in a different isolated apartment complex called jail. And they'll be pretty much just as happy as anyone else. They'll be like, okay, well, you know, it's pretty much what I wanted. It's just darker and worse food. And they're, are, they already are fine with isolation, so putting them in solitary, that just solves two birds with one stone. We solved them being violent, probably. They're no longer worried that they're... They're not hurting anybody, and they like, they're happy because they got what they want. Solitary confinement just means being isolated. It doesn't mean they don't have a computer. It's all they really want is anime, you know, an iPad, and a little bit of food. It keeps, you can you live your whole life as a hikamemoa, as a hikamori. So I'm really good at solving problems, man. And then the rest of the people that are just normal, who enjoy being outside, have at it. Stay away from us, and we will stay away from you. It's a deal. It's a done. It's a promise I could keep. The real smart hikikamaris like me, I'm not even going to be here. I'm going to be orbiting a meteor. I don't enjoy gravity. I'm going to be a balloon. My bones will be made out of jello. Literally, I'll look like jello and I'll be bloated like a corpse in space with like bleached skin from the sun. I won't be in the sun. I'll be shielded. But my body will still look like a corpse because my bone density will be pretty much zero. It'll be gelatinous. And I'll be bloated, you know? What can I say? It doesn't matter. As long as my thumbs work. That's it. Porn will be just as good, hopefully. I mean, porn... I looked at this, somebody on Reddit, somebody was like, is porn getting worse? Has porn gotten worse in quality? That was the question. Like, what? What? I don't know anybody who thinks that porn has gotten worse. If porn has gotten worse for you, maybe porn isn't for you. Maybe it's a you problem. Maybe you just you're not into porn because pretty much I'm pretty sure they got you covered. If you're into jerking off to porn, I think there's a genre that you'd like. 
But that's a tangent. I'm not, you know. I'm... He kicked up Maury. And, you know, this kind of is similar to what I was saying. Not a completely unrelated, but homeless people, they're not Hikikamoris. They don't have a home. Some of them might be Hikikamoris who got kicked out of their parents' house, and I feel for them. Those guys I feel bad for because they're not living their dream, and they still have a dream. Yeah, that's one type of homeless person, but then the other type is the kind that are not Hikikamoris, but they don't mind being on the street because they gave up on their dreams. I respect people that have given up on their dreams because it takes fortitude. It takes humility and strength. It takes strength to give up on your dreams and just admit and concede that society has won and you're on the street, but you've accepted it and you're not dreaming of a better life. You're just like, yep, I'm homeless. This is my life. I respect those people. Because people who still like are doing things with their life, this really is the same topic. Like People who actually do interact with the world and like try to do stuff. Like They have careers and like, even a hobby I don't respect. Even having a hobby is kind of like, really? You, you haven't gotten sick of that? Like you still do that? I just think everything gets old after a while and then you move on to the next thing. Eventually even being a hikikamori gets boring, you go outside, you take a walk, and you get and that's it. You're fine to go back you're done with that for the next six months. You don't have to take a walk again for another six to eight months. People who have hobbies and careers and they commit to them I don't I don't get that at all. People who go, yeah, I'm still working. I'm still trying to achieve my dreams. It's like that's kind of lame, dude. It's like so you have this goal that you 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 commit to it for years. It's like, yeah, I haven't achieved it yet. It's like, yeah, but hasn't that gotten kind of did it feel kind of like okay, this is gay? Like, do it, do the same thing, even if you're good at it. It's like, it doesn't just get, get kind of boring once you've kind of reached your full potential. Doesn't it just kind of feel like okay? Why am I still doing this? I don't get. I just don't get it. I've given up on things not out of like abandonment or failure. It's out of boredom. I can't think of nothing I've not achieved that I was like, well, I failed. No, it's because it got, it got gay. It got boring. Even being gay got boring. I, I, used to, I used to be gay for like the first 16 years of my life. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. I'm going to change. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something else. It's like, really? You're still gay? I thought, you know, I, nothing wrong with being gay for like a few years, but like, that you, your whole life. Like being straight your whole life, that's also like, really? You haven't even thought about jerking, like sucking off? I've, you haven't thought about being gay? 
or anything. I can't think of an example of something that's not lame to do forever. Like being a person, like you're still alive. Like living, like anytime I see like a 95 year old man, I go up to them and I heckle them. When I I used to go out and see old, I used to hang out at, uh, at old people homes. I used to work at an old person home. And I'll go up to these people and be, you're still alive? Hasn't that gotten like kind of old by now? Don't you kind of feel like a pansy or like a goody two-shoes for like sticking to the same thing for that? Aren't you kind of like feeling like kind of like a lame-o? Like you're still doing it? Wouldn't you feel kind of cooler if you're not? Still alive? I don't know. I I don't get it. I wouldn't really... I would be embarrassed to still be alive if I was like... If I was like 80. Like, really? You don't think like... It's kind of like... Okay, really? You still doing that? You still playing that song? That that dance has gotten kind of... It's like wearing the same clothes that you wore when... You were like in the seventies. It's like still having a mohawk, you know. After that, went out of style. Like you're still dressed like that, dude. It's been so over for decades. You still like that song or that band? You still listen to that? You still listen to like Green Day? That's just how I look at anything that goes on longer than I care about something my average is about two weeks maybe a couple months for it to last multiple years it has to be so good like having your own house that doesn't get old for very that takes a few years because it's cool you know but there's a few things that like okay that's cool like having a million dollars like i get it being Wealthy is cool, but there's a level that gets old about it. Once you get your own house, you want to have your own second house. Once you hit a million, you want 10 million. So that gets lame. I don't judge other people for being at lower levels, but like if they're not going up and up, and even then it gets old. It's like, okay, you reached the highest level. You're a multi-billionaire. The next thing is to give it all away and start again, start over, or just die. With who? It's okay. It's lame. You're a billionaire for how? Okay, you're still a billionaire. Hasn't that gotten old? Don't you just want to kind of go back to being a thousandaire? Or isn't it? Wouldn't that be more exciting? Like, come on. So I don't get it. Most billionaires, they decide to like still be a billionaire. Like, isn't that gotten kind of old? Uh, it's hard to explain if you don't get what I'm saying. But like, I get sick of stuff so quick, unless it's really fun. Like video, ga- how could you play the same video game for decades? I get bored of video games before I could finish them most of the time. Some video games I go back to because they scratch an itch that can only be scratched by that one game. 
It's like, okay, I've had enough. Or like eating McDonald's. How many Big Macs can you eat in one lifetime? I get that it's the best food in the world that's ever been that you could possibly eat. But then your palate changes. How, that's, I guess, what's lame about like, how is your palate so static? You don't develop new tastes. You don't get bored of the same. I look at that for anything. Careers, skills, hobbies, life itself. Living or dying. Like living, the binary option of either existing or non-existing. You always want to exist? How do you not grow more? You got to get out more is what I'm trying to say. That's basically what it comes to. Get out more. You got to get out of the house more and see more of the world if you enjoy the world. If you enjoy being alive, you got to live a little, man. That means you're not living enough. If you enjoy life... You gotta get more life in your life, cause life isn't all that. So that's all I'm saying. I hope that I think that puts a, I think that explains it pretty well. Say, like, if you think life is always worth living, you're not living life. And it isn't what it, it is. What it is, like you know, it is what it is. But really, it isn't what it isn't. Cause living life is nothing compared to not living life when somebody is dead like when somebody dies uh somebody i'll be like oh man i can't believe that guy died and then they'll be like yeah well it is what it is and i go what the hell are you talking about it's very like insensitive it is what it is somebody dying that's how you the most distasteful thing to say at somebody's funeral man you know he, he had, that's what you say about somebody who died in a wakeboard accident at age 24 oh it is what it is it is what it is but no it's not what it's not because he's not here anymore and that's a very It's a very nonchalant way to look at somebody who died, man. It's like it is what it is. What the hell's wrong with you? So, you know, I'm a I'm more compassionate than that. If somebody dies, I go, well, it's very sad that they died, but it isn't what it isn't. First of all, because he's not here anymore, so it's not a, it's a it's a lack of a thing. Can't say it is something. It's an event. That led to the non-existence of somebody. So you can't say it is what it, it isn't what it isn't. But at least he had good taste. You know, it wasn't on purpose. But at least he wasn't some lame-o who wakeboarded in his 50s. Like, hasn't that gotten kind of old? Like, I, you know, like whenever you see somebody who's like skateboarding or surfing or wakeboarding. And they're in their 40s. It's like, time to hang up the skateboard, man. Time to put the deck on the shelf. It's like, who the hell wants to be a skateboarder for 20 years? It's like, you're really hanging on to your youth there, buddy. And hasn't it gotten kind of boring? 
It's like you're still doing the same thing. You're still ollieing and kick flipping. Like you haven't already kind of mastered that and gotten bored of it. It's like you still want to prove that you could do something that should have already been proven when you're in your twenties. It's like you just love it. That I look at that for anything. Uh, I already explained that I look at it for anything, but like I especially look at it for stuff like that, like stuff that should get old in your youth, which is pretty much any hobby. So anyway, that's enough about that. Let's talk, let's talk about something that actually happened. Let's talk about something that actually... Trump got arrested, finally. We got that bad boy. That jerk off. That prison... He's in prison. He's booked in prison. He's in a cell right now wearing an orange suit with stripes to match his... He's wearing an orange suit. How... how hilarious he's finally dressed in all orange it matches his body and we got him for being a corrupt guy that denied the election and it turned he's not actually in jail he just paid a uh, bail of two hundred thousand dollars signed a few documents got his mugshot taken in low definition because for some reason jails don't have high def cameras yet even though high-def cameras have been around since the 1800s, they don't have that yet in prison, so all we got is this low-res, ugly, pixely... He's not in jail. It's a formality. It was just a political stunt to get him so people that don't like him like him more. I don't... No, for people who don't like him to still not like him, which, okay, congrats. And for people who do like him to definitely support him a lot more out of spite so that's a good move it'll go down as historical you know the first time an ex-president has been arrested i think that's pretty cool at least in modern history that anyone gives a crap about that's pretty cool but doesn't solve doesn't stop him from getting anybody to support him so that was a weird political stunt. I support him more than ever. I don't even call myself a Trump supporter. I was a Trump voter. It's wildly different than being a Trump supporter. Those do not go hand in hand. There's a lot of people that voted for Trump who do not support him. They just voted for him once or twice. I mean, they support No, They're not in the clan. They're not in the club of like, we love this guy. No, they just voted for him because he wasn't, half dead it's like picking the best of two evils it's like okay the guy who says funny insulting things that it like is like okay versus the guy that is a curmudgeon and half dead and like doesn't have a fun personality like he's just negative like bleh, like a cranky guy who's barely you know not really there. It's not that hard of a... It doesn't mean you support, you're like a Trump support. Like, that's your identity now? You have to take on that identity. Now that's what I am forever. Now I'm a Trump. Now I get called this label just because I didn't vote for some guy that's like not even a person? Okay, whatever. I picked a guy that's at least a person. At least he... You get... What he like? Where he's going? At least he has a consistent narrative 
You know, he's consistent. But whatever. Now I have to vote for him because he got sent to jail and that just makes it feel like, well, of course I'm going to vote for that guy. It's cool. It's like, cool. Now it doesn't even matter anything else that he did. I would vote for anybody that goes to jail. That's just cool. Like now all these people who would never vote for him, now that I think of it, I think that only increased his odds of getting the black community to vote. Now all black people are going to vote for him, not just the cool one. Now all black people are going to vote for Trump, like 90, 80%. Not the suburban, not yeah, the cool black, the, the cool black people. Will be like, well, if he went to jail, yeah, I'm, of course I'm going to vote for him. I sympathize, like, I relate to that, you know? So that was, I don't get the strategy. That was a very, like, ham-handed way to go after your opponent. You know, they wanted to kill him, but, like, so they, they just took the next most hurtful thing they thought they could do. So, okay, well, we can't kill him because this is not uh, the Soviet Union. So let's arrest him. That'll give him a bad uh, voter outlook. That'll hurt his campaign. It's like, how? Who would not vote for somebody that got arrested for no reason? Like, if it was for something bad, maybe, then it would hurt. If he was, like, caught red-handed, like, what's a good example? What's something that we would actually not like? Like, I don't know, murdering somebody? You know, if he got caught red-handed... Robbing a bank, which he would never have to do. He, he, you know, I can't even. Th- what's a good crime that would make somebody not like you? Like spitting on a home, like doing something that that is mean to the underclass, like being mean to a server, like assaulting a server at a restaurant. Yeah, and getting arrested for that. That would be a huge crime. Nobody would like, he would lose like 50% of his voting block. But since it was for who knows what, since it was just like something, oh, he, he, he didn't accept the election, which, okay, is that a crime? I don't, apparently, according to these people, but it's not a crime that anybody like, it doesn't register as a crime. He didn't, he didn't do anything that registers as a crime. And to some communities, people actually like certain crimes. So you got to be careful. It's a slippery slope to accuse somebody of a crime and have that be perceived as negative. Because a lot of crime is actually perceived as cool. There's actually like a positive spin on uh, crime. Like rioting, like going against the grain, like shoplifting's cool. Shoplifting is now considered like a cool, honorable thing to do because it's a way to screw over these rich corporations. It's technically a crime, but like it, it makes you look good in half of society's view. Because yeah, go after, screw those big-ass corporations. And the same people that say that it's good to steal from corporations... All of those same people also say 
that corporations are people. So they're, they're saying it's okay to steal from people. I don't get that sounds kind of like a two-faced, like you're just saying what sounds convenient for the, for the context of the... So you, you don't want to cut taxes for corporations because they're people and that makes the rich people who run the corporations richer. But you want to steal from people. I don't get, I don't know, it doesn't, you want to steal from corporations, it's okay, but also corporations are people, so you want to, it's okay to steal from people. I don't know, maybe it doesn't sound that bad, because I guess that isn't that inconsistent, because their thought, I mean, of course, I could understand where they're coming from. They want to say corporations are people, because then they don't want to, it, it goes with the argument of like, well, then we should tax those rich people at the top. And, uh, of course, it's fine to steal from... Yes, yeah, what's the difference? That is consistent. I'm stupid. I should have thought about it more before I confidently... I shouldn't have brought that up because now I look like an idiot. Of course, it's okay to steal from corporations and say that they're people because they're not just people. They're rich people. Corporations are people but they're rich so you could tax them 90 percent and you could steal from them you could shoplift from their re if they're a retail corporate you could just steal from them because you know what's the difference you're taking something from the rich evil person so i didn't really think that out very f i guess i looked at it as like well if they're people Aren't you, isn't that kind of like immoral to steal from, well, no, because these are rich people. That's how they think. They think corporations are people, which, that does, I'm not saying that. That's like a weird thing to say, but I've heard it many times by like the leftists. They say, well, corporations are people, actually, so you're making the rich richer by not taxing them. Well, they're not. It's an entity. It's a, a corporation is just a company type. It's a legal entity. What do you mean it's people? It's owned by people, but that's like many people. So just because they're owned by people, I don't really, maybe I'm just not looking that deep into it, cause, but obviously if you look at it literally, people are people, corporations are entities that, that produce revenue and distribute their profits to a huge amount, of, like many people. They tend to be rich people, but then there's people that actually make the money uh, who are not rich. And if you tax them 90%, they won't be able to pay those people on the bottom. And that'll hurt their uh, profit, and which hurts the salary. I don't know, it's just simple logic, so I feel dumb saying this. Why am I saying this? I'm not smart enough. To, I'm, maybe I'm too smart to say something that sounds dumb. That's the problem. Is it's so dumb sounding to to like spell it out? If you tax corporations, that'll take away from their profit margin that they could pay to their employees. You kind of want them to have a cushion of profit because then they could pay their employees as much as pos as humanly possible. You need profit to do that. If you tax them, eventually that eats away 
at the profit? I hate to say it. It's not. Is this correct? Is my math off? I'm pretty sure if you tax corporations beyond a certain amount, you're taken away from literally everybody who works for that corp, not just the rich people at the top, the shareholders. Yeah, they have less of a... They get less profit by being shareholders, but a lot of shareholders don't even partake in the profit. They just take a piece of the share not all companies pay dividends they pay salaries who's gonna have their cat their salary cut first the people at the top or people at the bottom probably people at the bottom so if you tax them for like half of their profit the first people that are going to be affected by it are people they're right. It does. It, they are people. Corporations are people. Hard-working people who are blue-collar. That's who works for corporations. They get paid a salary. I don't know if it's good to just tax corporations or steal from them because that cuts into the profits. And without profits, you don't really have salaries. How do you have sal Okay, communism. Okay, fair enough. You got me. In under, I'm not an expert. I, I'm a dummy. But from what I understand about communism is that it completely solves the inequity problem, the inequality of wealth, the disparity of wealth between all these rich people at the top of the corporation getting a huge salary and the people at the bottom doing the hard labor, getting a tiny salary. Communism solves that because the workers are prioritized. They kind of are the ones who own the corporation. And they get paid based on their work output or something. I don't know. And the government controls all that. It all flows through just one centralized system, which will have good people involved in making those decisions. Okay, this corporation gets this much. We'll just arbitrarily give them this much because we got to pay their employees this much and blah, blah. It'll be equal because those people in the center of the country, like the people actually running the country and the economy, those will be good, sophisticated people that are good-hearted and not like these CEOs. So I guess I haven't thought about this enough and now that we're ending, now that I thought about it out loud, that does sound pretty good. Let's just elect good people like Pete Buttigieg, Buttig, Boot, but whatever his name is, he seems like one of them. Elizabeth Warren seems like one that we should put in charge of that. Okay, Bernie Sanders, not Madoff, Bernie Sanders, a different Jew, completely different Jew, who's the exact same person, just in a different body. They're both the exact same person, they just have different careers. One did something with finance, one is in politics, one is perfectly level-headed and moral and should be in charge of a centralized Ponzi scheme.
the other is also qualified to be in a Ponzi scheme, but I don't know. To me, they seem like the same person. Like they're both the same age, just like they just have different uh, career paths. But they're both the same to me. Like Bernie Sanders, if he was in charge of who gets, uh, you know, which corporation, he would, I think, do a good job for the first year. He's too old, but let's just say he was in his 40s, like fresh and ready to take on that huge amount of power. I guess the reason I look at them as the same person is because they all want to control a huge amount of power. They all want to have power. The people that would eventually be given this position in the government. It's usually not people that don't want a huge amount of power. The best people that would be in charge of a communist government would probably be not politicians. Not power-hungry people, just people that are dumb. No, smart, but not don't have that like power-hungry gene. I hate to end on such a like anti-Semitic note, but like uh, I should have started on that because that's a deep rabbit hole. But eh, not really. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Nvidia. Nvidia is a good stock to have made a lot of money on from not poor people. Desperate people. NVIDIA has gone up a lot. uh, And thanks to Nancy Pelosi's portfolio being open to the world. That's how you make money. Follow the politicians. If she's buying NVIDIA when it's undervalued, when it's clearly undervalued, it's a good time to buy NVIDIA. So if you listened to her over a year ago in 2022, I don't know, sometime when it was like a hundred, less than a hundred bucks, something like that. That was a good time to buy NVIDIA. Not now. There's people that are buying calls and puts on NVIDIA just hoping that it goes up or down by a huge amount. And that's a risky thing to do. It's probably smarter to just have a little bit of collateral already and sell calls and puts to these desperate people and make more money. But that's that's how it works. The rich get richer. The smart people get richer. Dumb people give their money to smarter people like Joe Biden. Do whatever Joe Biden... I mean, he's, he's, a, good, he's a good businessman. He's a good politician. He will not go to jail because he hasn't done nothing wrong. It is a weird place. I don't know. This episode is going too long, though. So have a good one. My voice is running out. And I am a finance bro. And I don't really like talking about money. So I'm going to stop.